0: Eating small meals helps in many different ways. So when you're eating multiple times throughout the day, four, five, six times a day, um, it really helps with your digestion. So your digestive tract is actually like moving and burning and fueling. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. Um... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your
1: lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Taddea. Today we're talking about metabolism. Yes.
0: Mm. Fat burning bodies. (laughs) Coming at you. Metabolism is one of the hardest things to explain and I don't know why. I think it's because... It's like counterintuitive. More food for most people equals more weight.
1: In your mind, right? Yeah. We've had our minds conditioned to that. Like more food equals more weight.
0: That's right. And that's the problem is because when you start to eat more food, you start to become more hungry. And there's so many benefits when you start to be more hungry. So your digestive digestive system is working properly. You're starting to have more energy. You're in a better mood, and you your body's like, give me more food and give in like it's like give me more fuel. Like the more I think about food as like how can that food like heal me? How can it? Kind of I think
1: of heal it as me? energy. Yeah. When when I eat when I'm eating or preparing my meals. I think about, okay, what can I eat that's going to fuel me and give me energy?
0: So when that is going on, a lot of people, it's almost like the scale. Like We don't like the scale for many reasons that we talked about in the past. All your focus goes on those numbers, and you miss all the other positive things going on in your life because you're working out or because you're eating better. But when it comes to metabolism, people just focus on, oh, my gosh, if I'm hungry, I'm going to have to eat more food. If I eat more food, I'm going to gain more weight. And it doesn't work like that. This, you have to, eat, of course, you have to eat cleaner meals. But the more fuel you put, the more good quality food that you put in your body, the better chance you have at burning body fat. And we can tell you down the line for the last ten years we've been working with people. It's not it, look when you're looking at someone that could be overweight or someone that wants to. Everyone wants to trim, trim inches. Down. <laughs> so those types of people. Are usually don't eat enough nine times out of ten at least nine times out of 10, 99% of the time it's people that don't eat enough that want to be able to burn that body fat but aren't able to because their metabolism is at a screeching halt
1: and this is why we teach to eat small meals throughout the day so in our detoxify yourself meal plan there's six meals a day and most people like i struggle with getting that amount like five or six meals in a day and but that is what fuels our metabolism is eating small meals frequently throughout the day that's what gets it in the morning that's what sparks it and gets it going starts the engine and then we need to keep fueling like keep pumping fuel into our body to keep that metabolism running the longer that we wait between eating the slower our metabolism is gonna go is gonna the slower our metabolism is gonna be burn 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 that's (laughs) the word burn so and we can't catch that up throughout the day for example if we ate breakfast, or let's say we didn't eat breakfast, we woke up and didn't eat breakfast at all, and our first piece of food, our first nutrients that went into our body was 10 a.m., then we've missed a really important window to get that metabolism jump-started. It's already running slow, and it will continue because we didn't get that jump start in the morning. It's going to continue to run slowly, and then if we eat at ten, chances are you're not going to eat again until <laughs> well, you know. Most people would skip the afternoon and then go right to dinner, right? So it's like these big long spaces. You don't want big long spaces between your meals. You want two or three hours between your meals. This is what is crazy for my most people is. Like we were saying, like the more you eat, the faster your metabolism is, so the more you're hungry, right? So if you're never hungry, your metabolism is slow, slow And then if the, you're never hungry. So
0: a question always comes up and it says, do I have to eat if I'm not hungry? Yes, Mm -hmm. because your body's not, if you're never hungry throughout the day, you have to eat. So some people think, well, I only have to eat when I'm hungry. That makes your metabolism extra slow. But the thing is, when you start eating, like when you start eating breakfast and then you start having a snack in the morning, then you have lunch at noon, it takes a very short time. Like many of you are experiencing that already. Those of you that have been having breakfast that haven't had breakfast before, you're starting to get hungry first thing when you wake up, which is a good thing. So then you can have that breakfast and enjoy it. But a lot of people are like, well, oh, I'm not hungry in the morning, so I don't need to eat.
1: It freaks a lot of people out. Like we've been working with people for years and we've had so many people freaked out because they're hungry all the time. And in our mind, like we we like I said earlier, it's conditioned that more food equals more weight. So that if I'm hungry all the time, I have to eat more, which means I'm going to be I'm going to gain more weight, but it's quite the opposite, right?
0: So healthy fats, for example, fuel your metabolism. Remember we talked about all the four macronutrients, and there's a reason why we wanted to put all those four into our diet. So some people are like, well, I'll just have protein. Well, the protein doesn't burn your metabolism, (laughs) and it doesn't give you energy. So you have to look at the whole macronutrients as a whole. So healthy fats actually eat the bad fats, so they can help you Um, They can help you, healthy fats actually help you burn body fat, which is, if you want to talk about mind blowing for a lot of people. And then if you look at carbohydrates, carbohydrates, the dark ones, are the ones that are going to give you sustainable energy and help your metabolism burn. See, what happens is a lot of people take drink or a lot of people eat white rice, white potatoes, white bread. That processes super quickly, it actually processes. Quickly into a sugar which means you have nothing to slow that digestion to to give you sustainable energy and to help your metabolism burn body fat so when we look at whole grains for example we look at quinoa wild rice uh, whole grain bread if you will we look at sweet potatoes these are going to help your metabolism keep burning and keep that fuel and that fire burning within you which is your metabolism to help you burn body fat but the problem is, so many people don't. I don't like brown bread. We don't want to eat brown bread anyways. But, <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't like sweet potatoes. Well, that's a problem to get your metabolism burning, and which is one of the reasons why you can't lose those inches or you can't drop that weight you're looking for.
1: I know that we gravitate more towards certain foods than others, but what are like we were talking about with the Meg, like your or your taste buds or the green smoothie your taste buds will change so if you have a mindset that oh i don't like sweet potatoes or i don't like brussels sprouts for example we always encourage people to keep trying them <laughs> like if you if you feel like you don't eat, like sweet potatoes just as an example, then we encourage people, we'll try cooking it a different way or try keep trying little bits of it because we need to retrain our taste buds to liking those different foods.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a a great point because you could look at boiling vegetables, for example. You boil your vegetables and they turn into mush. And of course, no one, like who wants to eat that? It's it's Mm -hmm. gross. Mm -hmm. And then you look at uh, different ways to make Brussels sprouts, for example, like, Tell them about your Brussels sprouts story.
1: I never liked Brussels sprouts. And I used to call them murder balls when I was a kid. (laughs) Because I didn't like Brussels sprouts so much. But then Drew, like I never was going to touch a Brussels sprout the rest of my life. But it's funny because now it's one of my favorite veggies. Love Brussels sprouts. And because Drew roasted them. So, he, you sauteed some onions and some mushrooms and you roasted them in the oven. And it just changed my. It, I was still like, I'm not gonna like these. But I was like, try them, try them. And the first couple of times I was like, yeah, it's not bad, I guess. I guess they're not murder balls anymore. <laughs> but then if you keep trying, keep trying eventually your taste buds will adapt and change but usually we try something once and then we make that decision that we don't like it
0: i don't like the texture i don't like it we hear that like we hear that all the time like oh i don't like the texture i'm, I'm done with it i had to, we i was laughing as um laughing with stacy today and she said something about the texture of nutrition
1: nutritionally. i was
0: like really i was like because the texture is it's like Crunchy. It's,
1: well, it's like air. Like it kind of melts.
0: Yeah. Uh-uh, so I was like, she's like, like I, I don't like the texture. I'm like, what do you mean? What did you try it in? She's like, well, I, I think, at, at least if I understood this right, Stacy, She was like, well, actually, it was what I, it looked like I wouldn't like the texture. In the bag. <laughs> so, I mean, but that's just a, a micro example. Like, there's so many of us like, oh, I don't like avocado. I'm like, when's the last time you tried it? You were six years old and your parents tried to make you eat it. So... Now that we're grown adults and we can make our own decisions, you can try different foods, give your taste buds a, t- a chance to change it a little bit, and then you can actually start to enjoy these different foods.
1: Remember the quote we told you guys in one of our first show, if you want something that you never had,
0: you must, must be willing to do something you've never done.
1: So if you want to make big changes, and then we have to be willing to do things that we've never done before. Yeah. And we have to be... Um, We have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. Good quote. I like that one too. Get comfortable being uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) I want to explain. uh, The small
1: meals. Remember you wanted to talk about that?
0: I did. Okay. There's a couple other things, but let me mention the small meals. So when you, when you like eating small meals helps in many different ways. So when you're eating multiple times throughout the day, four, five, six times a day, um, it really helps with your digestion. So your di- digestive tract is also is actually like moving and burning and fueling. But when you're like, when you think of your gut and intestines at a standstill, and you have absolutely nothing go in there, especially especially when you're looking at toxins that we talked about. But you're putting toxins and you're putting coke in there, you're putting coffee in there, you're putting pastries in there. and it's like really like struggling, trying to trying to figure out how to digest. And that's at 10 o'clock in the morning, let's say. Then at um, 7 o'clock at night, you have a big old piece of meat. Maybe you got potatoes. Or just a
1: big meal altogether. Yeah, it
0: could be pasta, like a big bowl of pasta that's really hard to digest. And, just uh, want to
1: pick on the meat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we're in Alberta. We have big pieces of meat in Alberta. Easy. <laughs> um but but then so your gut and intestines are basically at a standstill and then you put this giant meal in it on top of that you don't you don't um eat it you don't eat it slowly and enjoy the food you swallow it in five to seven minutes and your gut and intestines is like what are you doing to me and then we deal with gas and bloating and indigestion and we're like what's happening every time i eat i feel horrible but that's the reason is because we're not putting um fuel in our body to help our Um, Gut and intestines digest, but one of the things that I thought about was so so many of us are used to big meals,
1: like three, the three staple meals: breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we're used to probably two. Yeah two or three big meals and we have big portions usually if we're only eating a couple of times a day we have these gigantic portions usually
0: yeah so in the morning it's usually like snacking like pastries coffees like most people don't eat like a full meal right. for breakfast right and then it's like 11 to 1 o'clock we're starving because we haven't eaten Mm -hmm. since 6 o'clock the night before really we haven't had a whole meal so we have a huge lunch and then we deal with that afternoon crash so many people come to us and like what do we do with the afternoon crash and we're like well there's so many things you need to do it's not just an easy answer there's all these steps you take so you don't deal with that afternoon crash, but it's based around not having a huge meal at lunchtime. So you have that huge meal at one o'clock and then you don't eat again till seven o'clock and then you're starving again. And what comes? A big a giant big meal, meal again. <laughs> and then you sit on the couch and you feel guilty and like, you feel miserable because your stomach is bothering you. And that's the lifestyle that many people live. Mm hmm. So what yes. I guess what I was saying is that if you break those meals up, you'll ha- start to have smaller meals. Mm-hmm. And you won't need a huge meal. Like Dorothy and I, when we go to a restaurant, we share – sometimes we share an appetizer. Not always. But we always share an entree. Mm-hmm. And then like – We're huge. And after, we're we're full. And I was like – this happens almost every time we eat up. We're like, I wonder how someone would eat all that by themselves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just because we have – like we're so conditioned to eating those those small meals frequently throughout the day
0: that we don't that you don't need those big meals mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was actually happened tonight was like oh we had I had like a regular portion for me of dinner and then we were like oh do you want seconds or do you want more and I was like nah, I think I'm gonna have some popcorn tonight so I'm already planning the next meal <laughs> and I know I'm gonna you know it's Friday night I'm gonna enjoy some popcorn tonight so I didn't need extra food or I didn't feel like oh this was my last meal before bed mm. I better eat as much as I can yeah. But make Definitely. sure you guys eat. When you're hungry, you need to eat. Yeah. Don't just starve yourself and be like, "Oh, I'm so hungry all day. I don't want to eat. I'm going to gain weight." You'll, you got to eat.
1: You'll notice too, like I noticed this about myself is that some days it's like, every day's a little different, right? You kind of have to listen to your body. For the most part, it's pretty consistent. Like, hungry when you wake up and then hungry around – like, for me, hungry around 10, hungry around noon, hungry around 2, mm-hmm. and then so on and so on. But some days, I get – I eat my breakfast and then I get to 8, 9 o'clock. I'm hungry again. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to eat because yeah. I'm hungry.
0: <laughs> and, like, you can eat. It's okay. And, like – And it it, it depends on the night before, like Mm -hmm. same thing with hydration. Like if you had an extra long workout or if you forgot to have a lot of um, liquids the day before, then that next day you're going to be thirsty. Mm -hmm. So you can drink more that you don't have to worry about. And then the same thing with food. Like if you were starving the day before, you didn't get enough nutrients, then that next day you can have some more food. A little more. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... When it comes to, which one should I go first?
1: Talk about snacking in the evening first.
0: Okay. So he- here's the issue is that whoever, someone like, it's almost like took over the, someone took over the, like orange oranges took over the vitamin C industry. Like, mm-hmm. Get your oranges in, even though there's tons of other vegetables and fruits that have more. Vitamins. So I'm like
1: more vitamin C than oranges, yeah.
0: So it's, it's I don't know who's like I don't know where it began that you can't eat in the evening or you shouldn't have a meal in the evening. But that has it's gone mainstream and most people feel that they're not able to eat in the in the evening. The only stipulation there, of course, is that when we eat in the evening we head to the pantry and we're looking for Processed food, or chips, or pop, or the things that we know we shouldn't be having, anyways. But if you look at our philosophy when it comes to eating every two, three, maybe four hours, let's say ever eating every three hours, if you're not e- if you ha- eat at five or six o'clock, and then and then you go to bed at ten o'clock, th- that's a good stretch of time where you haven't eaten. And then from ten o'clock at night until. 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. I think most people get up between 6 and 7 o'clock. Look how long that time is for There's for no fuel to be going in your body. So there is no chance for your body to be burning metabolism. So your metabolism has come to a screeching halt. And then it becomes 7 o'clock where you should be having breakfast. And people don't have breakfast. They grab whatever. You know, guys, I like to pick on coffee. They grab a coffee and they grab a pastry and that... Isn't really gonna help speed up your metabolism. So Mm -hmm. from 6 o'clock at night till the next time you eat till 10 o'clock in the morning That's over 12 hours of your metabolism. Just sitting there being like
1: what's going on guys
0: (laughs) I thought we were gonna improve digestion. I thought we were gonna give you more energy Mm -hmm. You know, I thought you were gonna fuel me, but we're like nope. I can't eat in the evening so that's why to keep burning our metabolism, we suggest a snack meal after dinner. So dinner's five six and then you're looking at a snack seven eight, depending on what time you go to sleep.
1: That com- like that mindset comes around what we what we generally tend to snack on in the evening, right? Because usually it's junk food, right? Snacking in the evening, you're sitting around, you're bored, it's chips, it's let, chocolate, it's cookies, whatever.
0: But let me jump in there. So I think we snack on those foods because we're hungry. Mm-hmm. So at six o'clock we eat let's say we're done eating around six. I don't know. What time do you guys stop eating? Let's say you eat between five and six, well, maybe we're late. S- what? Usually we eat late. Anyway we go to bed at okay. eight. <laughs> anyway So let's say you're eating at six o'clock and you're done eating at six thirty And you don't go to bed till 10. So between 6 and 10 is four hours. So at 9 o'clock, you're hungry. And you go to the pantry and you grab the cookies and you grab the pastries and things that you shouldn't be having. But instead, if you planned a meal, like we're having popcorn tonight. If you had planned a meal, like I'm going to snack on kale chips tonight. Or I'm going to grab some dates and peanut butter. Then you know that you don't have to overindulge at dinner time because you don't want to be starving until bedtime. Or you know that you don't have to go and grab the unhealthy things because you already have healthy things. But... I feel like we have to take responsibility for ourselves. Like, yeah. oh, my metabolism is too slow. I can't speed it up. Like, or I can't do anything. Oh, about it. yeah, like, yeah, you can.
1: Yeah. Or I suppose I shouldn't say you're. You're not really slowing your metabolism down. You just have to c- like Compensate. adjust what you eat so that the weight doesn't run off of you or yes. burn off of you as fast. Yeah. Right. Because you still your metabolism is still fast. You haven't slowed it down. You're just adjusting what you're eating. Yes. Hey, that kind of addresses the fast metabolism one, right? Like you're still going to eat if you have a super fast metabolism like Drew and you can eat like five cheeseburgers and not gain a pound. <laughs> I
0: haven't had <laughs> that, cheeseburger that, in years. That's
1: just the thing. That's just an example. But if you're one of those people where, the, where you have a really hard time gaining weight or keeping weight on, you're still going to have your small frequent meals throughout the day. But... Or you're still going to eat frequently throughout the day. You probably will have to eat. Well, you will have to eat more food and more calories. Yes. Right?
0: Yes. So that, I hope that's that's clear. And it's a mindset thing. So if you plan something healthy to eat in the evening, I think that would be much better than overindulging at dinner time or um, going to like you're starving or you're snacking or it's a habit. If you plan something much healthier, then you're not going to go for those things that you know we shouldn't be having, Mm -hmm. like highly processed foods.
1: Do you guys use natural peanut butter? Of course.
0: 100%.
1: Like, if you look at, if you're in the peanut butter aisle at the grocery store, and you look at the back of the jar of a, like, conventional peanut butter, then it's going to have at least five ingredients, maybe more.
0: Sugar. Sugar. Hydrogenated oils.
1: So... So peanut butter is supposed to... People hate that the oil's on the top of the natural peanut butter, and usually that's why people don't buy it. (laughs) They're like, oh, that's... I hate that. But peanut butter should separate, like, because of the natural oils. They put chemicals in the peanut butter so it doesn't separate. So they're affecting nature.
0: It should taste like... Messing with nature. Peanuts. (laughs) Your peanut butter should taste like peanuts.
1: And it should only have peanuts in the ingredients.
0: (laughs) You know like that old school craft Kraft actually, I don't know like craft isn't like a healthy brand, but they have changed and made some adjustments to have products that is just peanuts. but you know that I would call it the old school craft. I know people still have it in their kitchens, but it's like it's like cheese whiz. like cheese whiz is, is a chemical in a jar and we eat it. And that pla like that plastic type of craft um, peanut butter. I had some. We were at. I, I was at a family member's house, and I was starving. And uh, dinner was a couple hours away. I was like, "I gotta eat something." So I probably grabbed the banana.
1: Probably a and, banana and
0: some peanut butter. And all they had was like that plastic craft peanut butter. And I like pulled it out, and I was like, "Cause it's been it was quite some time as I before we had even seen it." And I like pulled it out. And I put some on my banana. I take a bite, and I was like, "It's not. It didn't even taste like peanuts." Mm-hmm. So, but that was your taste buds. Remember, once you get more towards health, um, whole foods, and your taste buds change and adjust, you start to crave the better types of food.
1: We have people that have had fast metabolisms come to us in their like mid 40s 50s or even around that age I suppose mid 40s to 50s and be like I haven't like and they have had poor eating habits but I suppose for lack of a better term like got away with it because of their fast metabolism but now that they're a little bit older the poor habits have caught up to them and they are noticing their metabolism has slowed down so for sure
0: people um, like oh I used to be mm -hmm. able to eat whatever I want and now Mm -hmm. I eat a cheeseburger and gain five pounds. <laughs> I'm like, well, you shouldn't have been doing that to begin with.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So just let me address. So for me, in the athletic world, they would call us hard gainers. That's like a term. Hard gainers mean it's really difficult for us to gain weight, for us to gain muscle, body mass. And I grew up th- with like that That throughout my whole life. That's how it's always been. And the thing is. The was
1: I an easy gainer? <laughs>
0: But the thing is, is that people think that when you get made fun of for being overweight, it's easier on people that get made fun of for being underweight. And there's no difference. Like the people that got made fun of for being skinny, like too skinny. Oh, you're so frail. Look at those skinny legs. Or I got, look at those knobby knees. Like I got. (laughs) Love
1: your knobby knees. (laughs)
0: see what i'm talking about still still a little hole in my heart stop touching
1: touching (laughs) me
0: but the thing is like that stuff stays with you like i'll always remember people making fun of me because i was too skinny but the thing but i was able to change that like i took that that pain and made it my strength so as i got past as, as as my last years in high school and i got into college I got into college, and I was one of the skinniest guys around, and the guys were making fun of me. I was 160 pounds, 165 pounds in college, and most guys were like 175, 180, 180. 185 so my first year i lived in the kitchen all i did was like read nutrition books that's where detoxify yourself came from but i read nutrition books and i was learning how to cook food in the kitchen and i was like i'll show you i'm skinny (laughs) so i was was always eating food and i was always in the gym and that's what i did that's where i lived because i was tired of people making fun of me because i was too skinny but i was able to change my body makeup if you will by making adjustments through nutrition and exercise the problem is some people don't make any changes like they don't make any adjustments they're just they just feel like oh i have a fast metabolism i can't do anything so i'm going to be skinny for the rest of my life and it doesn't have to be like that where are you Don't think you can't relate at all she's like what are you talking about
1: no you just relate in a different way right it's funny because it's the same but it's the opposite
0: it's the same but it's it's, it's, different. Same, it's, it's different
1: it's different but the it's the same. same experience well I well closely the same experience but the opposite too skinny too too chubby too chubby it's,
0: <laughs> it's different but same it's but different yeah, but yeah it's this it's the same <gasps> deal but I, I want to address that's what I want to address those people that have a fast metabolism right. like you can change and you can gain muscle weight, you can gain body mass if you want to, but you have to put in that effort. So you have to like I know that I have to eat a little bit more. When we're at the when we're at the beach and Dorothy is running every day like I don't love running. I go out and run to be active and I like to um, move my body and like I like the feeling afterwards. but I know if I run every day, my I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shrivel up I'm gonna be like a little skinny person that I don't want to be mm-hmm. so it actually happened I was running with Dorothy she's training for a half marathon and I started to my pants were like weren't fitting Shorts
1: me aren't fitting. and
0: I was like oh my gosh I like what's happening and then I was like well I'm running like I-, I was doing too much cardio more cardio than I wanted to uh, if I wanted to keep doing cardio at that rate I would have had to eat quite a bit more food and i didn't want to eat more food so i took then a
1: step running with
0: me <laughs> so i took a step back from running so much so i'm not saying that you don't if you want to run every day you can run every day but then you have to adjust your nutrition mm. so you can reach the goals that you're looking for body wise and, mm-hmm. and body image is important mm-hmm. like it's important for me it's just important for me as is it important for someone else that like oh i never want to wear a bikini everyone wears shorts you know it's the same for everyone everyone just deals with it at a different level
1: mm-hmm. i think we can wrap it up
0: yeah remember that the weekends are pretty challenging for a lot of people you change your lifestyle or you change you change your habits during the weekend uh, everything's a little bit different so stay strong throughout the weekend and you'll feel fantastic starting out next week We guarantee mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. So that's it bye guys
1: bye guys
0: All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body.